hello, and welcome back to Skyrim 10 AD. Um, it's just been a couple of minutes for us, but uh, I don't know how long for you. Um, but welcome back to Skyrim 10 uh, AD. It's now episode 10. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, last we left off, our um, merry little band had returned to Falkreath, and they had... Um, spoken to Nenya and gotten the reward for clearing out their spiders and some extra enemies as well, uh, pro bono. And uh, while uh, discussing with her, she uh, had wanted to discuss with him a new job um, that she was hoping that would be able to help her out with. Um, so they headed off to the Fulcreath jail, to the barracks of Fulcreath. Uh, to head downstairs uh, to be uh, to come up on the scene of what looks to be a a priest and a young Nord gentleman standing over another man laying down in a jail cell who is seems to be suffering some really strange affliction and uh, now we join our uh, intrepid travelers. Uh, as they uh, come upon this view inside the Four Creek Jail, Milady, um, may, may I uh, may I may I go in the jail and examine the uh, examine the sick one? Um, I mean, yes, you can. Our um, this this um, this is. Uh, Runel, he is our uh, priest of our K, and his uh, his associate, his uh, his counterpart, uh, Kust, uh, they run the Hall of the Dead here in Fulcreath. And Runel, sort of like he sees the the um, what do we call it? The the symbol of Kinnereth upon uh, you, and he, he goes, ah, oh, a fellow uh, member of uh, of the. A worshipper of the divines, or a servant of the gods. Uh, welcome. Uh, hi. My, uh, hello. My name is uh, Runel. Uh, this is Kust. He uh, he aids me in uh, in the maintenance of uh, of the hall of the dead. And he's a really old, elderly, um, uh, elven gentleman. But he puts his hand out to offer you to shake it. And Ma I, I take Mouse. his hand. Excuse me. Mouse just tries to slip quietly into the shadows a little bit more. And uh, yes, I, I'm I'm Luke uh, Luke Icewalker, a a priest of Kinnereth. Uh, with I I have some medical training, although perhaps your skills may may be stronger than mine. Do you do you do you know what ails this this man? Um, you look at him, and he's he is very very flustered. Uh, roll a perception check. Okie dokie. Ooh, nat twenty. Nice. For some reason, when you introduced yourself, he uh, he was very, very flustered, and something strange just twinkled in his eye. Um, I yes, I'm sorry. Um, so anyway, um, this uh, this gentleman. Um, as um, as Ninja uh, had said, had um, <coughs> um, 
uh, had entered the town. Uh, we had, we we're not sure what he was um, doing in, in this area, but um, uh, the tra the Kang guard had caught him, and he had an outstanding bounty. Um, but he wasn't doing too well at the time, um, so they locked him up. And you approach the the gentleman now, and he's he's just moaning and uh, sort of like uh, leaning from side to side. Um, I um, I've tried numerous amounts of of healing spells. Um, and also, um, Zarya herself had, has had a look at him to see if there's some way we could help him. But it turns out um, the only thing that could help him was giving him the the skooma that we that we found on on him. Um, it's it seemed to allay the effects. <coughs> it seemed to allay the effects, uh, even reverse with him, but. Um, he was, uh, he didn't have, have much of a supply left, and when that ran out, his, his situation deteriorated drastically, and, and thus we have this, and you look down and it, it is really bad, it's, um, his hands are really flat, he's starting to get really thin and his eyes are sunken and he's not really concentrating anything he's just moving from side to side he's sometimes flinching and you can see these black kind of like veins coming out or like um, roots of a tree start to spread up the side of his neck and up into his cheek and down the side around behind his ear Colin I'm, I'm sending you a private question in uh, Facebook Messenger Okay. Uh, so, Bati or uh, uh, Bati or uh, Jaquai? Anything to say, or do you not look him? I've never seen anything like this, Jaquai. I'm not getting anywhere close to that thing. I, I I agree. I take another step backwards. <clears throat> I I would just step quietly up behind Jaquai, still trying to stay out of line of sight of of Runil in particular, um, and just whisper in his ear. Do you think it has something to do with periite? I am not familiar with periite. Oh. So, uh, so Colin, I'd, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to, uh, make a, make a medicine check just to see if I can determine any detail, uh, <clears throat> you know, bearing in mind what, what, what we were told by, uh, by Renil. Um, yep, so if I'm, you want to, um, um, you are going to examine the body, so yeah, just make a, a medicine check. He, he's, he's about, he's, he's still alive though, right? He, in, in, he's, in he's still alive. Um, very, very bad shape and alive. Yeah. Okay. Bad. Yeah. All right, I will uh, medicine check. Oh, oh dear! <laughs> Literally a one. <laughs> <laughs> Complete fumble of all medical skills. <laughs> As you're examining, sort of, Mouse gets up and walks out of the room. <laughs> no, not just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, As you're uh, examining, you 
for some reason, inadvertently poke him in the eye. <laughs> I try to give him a hernia <laughs> check by mistake, you know. <laughs> and, and Rudolph, He's already coughing. Yeah. <laughs> Rudolph sort of, like, gives you this really, like, look what he goes, are you, are you sure you know what you're doing, young man? Um, this... I mean, this man is already injured. You do not need to. I, I know he wasn't a good man in life, but at this stage, we. I don't think more suffering is what he needs. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, but you don't pick it up at anything you. You think it. No, no, natural wine. You you don't know nothing. You don't yeah, know anything. Yeah. He's he's real real sick. Real bad, yeah, um, and uh, his eyes kind of red for some reason. Yeah, I, I just just be, just because we because I can, I'll, 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 I'm 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 sure it won't work, but I I feel I feel terrible not to do anything for him. I'll I'll cast um, uh, I'll, I'll cast a, a a bless on him, um, uh, a, a bless spell on him, so that if he has to make a saving throw or anything, that he'll have a. Uh, he'll have an opportunity to to use the blessing. Okay. So I'll just, uh, okay. and and um, and 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 my 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 experience is that this is not a a wound. This is not something that a cure wound spell would be effective against. Correct. Um, you wouldn't know from your medicine check. Okay. But, well, I'll, well, just uh, intelligence in, 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 wise, you would think that a priest of RK. Um, would already have done like cast yeah. healing spells done all he could to try and stuff like you know remove whatever it was it was that was afflicting him but it, you would assume that he would have tried all of this but uh, sort of like, so as you lean forward to uh, to cast a less spell and you cast it he looks at you and his eyes kind of lock on your shield and he is this really skinny frail hand um of like reaches over and starts to reach for the shield. Uh, I bring my shield closer. If it will give him comfort, he's welcome to touch it. And he that's all he does. He just as you bring it up and put the bottom of it to sit on the table that he's at, he just pushes his hand and, and places his hand on the uh, on the, the visage of Kine. And he just closes his eyes. <laughs> and then he sort of like starts coughing again, but he doesn't remove his hand. Um, was it... Um, Nenya sort of like turns to you and she sort of like, um, sort of like taps you on the shoulder. And you all come... <coughs> uh, sort of like kind of nodding to you to come over to the other side of the jail to talk about uh, at, 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 boy, at this point, I I, uh, I, I don't want to leave my shield, but, but I'll, 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 I'll try to think what I could do here. I, I guess I will, I will use some some holy. I'll I'll, uh, I'll use some holy water to, to to draw the symbol of kind on on his forehead or something, just to recognize that to recognize that maybe apparently it means something to him, and uh, and then I'll I'll take my shield and and fall in India out. Yeah, his his hand just slides down the shield and falls back down to the side as he kind of like slips in and out of consciousness the the jerking and the 
sort of like the coughing sort of like keeps on waking him up and preventing him from getting any sleep. But she calls you over to the other side of the jail while uh, Runil and, and the other gentleman uh, keep an eye on him. Uh, do you uh, join them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, so you join Nin- yeah, I, I join Ninja if she's, re- if she's motioning us out of the cell. I, I, I follow because I, my skills are exceeded by this situation. Is that all of you? Yes, I yeah, you all follow. Yeah. So she goes over. She goes. She goes. I had not a very, um, and she's sort of like uh, rubbing the side of her temple. It's not a, um, a very, not a very nice sight. I wanted to to show you, but um, I'm afraid with your um, the timing and of what coincided with um, the gentleman that you found on the road uh, into Skyrim that you said you had dealt with um, leads me to believe that they were probably associates of his and um, I was just thinking seeing as um, as they may be related you'd also be willing to help us out with this situation I know it's it's probably not ideal but I was just hoping you'd be able to help us out here. We have no idea um, how to help him or or anything or what's even wrong with him. The only thing we knew is that he, when he first, when we first put him in, he was starting to get worse and worse, and he just kept on begging for us to give him skooma, and we just thought he was just a normal addict. Uh, one of the guards mentioned before that he he'd never seen this way before. He was. A dirtbag, they said, uh, his words. Um, but it, it wasn't like this before. He, he used various pseudonyms, but the one that seems to keep up is Lemkins or something. Um, but he uh, he just kept on screaming for it and getting more adamant, and then his health just deteriorated rapidly. Um, so uh, I made a decision to give it to him and almost instantly he, he kind of recovered and then giving to him once a day his um his symptoms started to disappear but it didn't last for very long and then it just went out and then after about a week he lost the power of speech and and now here we are and uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be too long but i need to know if this is Something, it, I mean, these gentlemen have been with him, um, well, Runil has been with him the most, and he seems no signs of sickness. The only thing I can think of is, hopefully, it's something that he ingested or something that he took. Um, but I, I just don't know why the skooma would help. And I wondered if you had any insights or anything you found on those two gentlemen that you met out on the road to have any clue or any you would find anything to help us uh mouse would i like to ask her um if it's a specific kind of skooma or does any skooma help we well you see uh, it's skooma we destroy anything we any we find we only kept that because it was evidence we were going to use it to 
but um, we haven't tried anything. Where I spoke to a, a couple of people in town um, to know if they would be able to procure some, but they haven't, and they were not quickly forthright about coming and for with information of where we could buy it from. So it's only the skooma that he had with him, presumably from back up near yes, Holder's Yes, that King. is the strange thing, and she she goes over to uh, this footlocker, and she opens up, she takes out that little bottle again that she showed you around, and she goes, the, the guards did recognize that the bottle does look different than normal, well, of the skooma bottles that they've seen, that they've confiscated before, the bottle looked different. I'm going to look over at Luke because I don't remember what the bottles looked like in in Haldir's can. Does, uh, do, you weren't does... in them, right? So, uh, yes, yeah, so I didn't save it, so I'll 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 examine it and see if it if it if it rings a bell or or not. I, uh, if... Make a history check. Okay. See if we can do better this time. Uh, let's see. That is definitely better. Much better. Let's see. I am proficient, so I have a uh, adjusted twenty. Oh, so yeah, that, yeah. This is exactly the same bottles as you found. Um, the anger, even though clouding your judgment at the time, finding those bottles on you, it's the, it, it's you, you keep on having flashbacks of it, and these are exactly the same bottles that were found on the gentleman that were uh, attacking. Um, Outside and near the border of Skyrim, and, and I, I confirm for for Ninja and the group. Yes, that that's the same. And um, we found a couple of bottles empty, and I think maybe one with some contents that that I destroyed. And, all, and there was nothing else on the bodies, I assume. Nothing of note. Uh, and she's sort of like kind of thinking to herself. She goes, I know it's strange to ask, but if you were to, on your travels, come across somebody who would provide some skooma, um, I would be obviously give you the money to it to try and help this gentleman out but also if you could find out some information if there is somebody selling it maybe they know where this one came from or maybe they, they know something um mouse will reach over and take the bottle because he knows luke doesn't want to touch it um Yep, she sort of like she goes, she hands it over the bottle to the money. Um, now, uh, obviously, this is, as I said, a delicate situation. Um, but if the locals um, were out in the middle of the forest, so uh, I don't think you could have found somebody. I, it looks like it's going to be fairly soon. In the condition that he's in, and according to what Runel has been telling me, um, but just if you could try, um, really, I need. I just need to know if if there's a danger to Falkreath. Hmm. 
I would ask her if she is, you know, humanity aside, is she very concerned about saving Lemkins, or is she simply more concerned about Falkreath itself and there's and the citizens of Falkreath? I know it's an awful way to go, um, but people have done certain things and things come around. I, I'm, I'm not here to speak for the whole of Falkreath or to what anybody else or the... I just want to help out the people and make sure that nobody else gets hurt. Understood, ma'am. Thank you. Um, okay. Um, if you, if you don't mind, um, uh, just give me one second to see so play walks over and she talks to, uh, Runal and, uh, they're having a quiet conversation, and uh, Runa says, uh, he goes, well, I'll, I should probably go. It doesn't um, look like too much time to go until he, he looks very weak, and I'm going to go and uh, prepare at the hall. And he heads out, and Koost follows him out and uh, up the stairs. What um, color is that skumo? Uh, the bottle itself is green. Um, I think it was green. I remember, uh, the bottle is green. It's sort of like kind of small. Uh, there is some um, like markings around it that are sort of like scratched into the bottle, but you don't recognize any of the markings. The uh, lady or, or the other two men in the cell are they in any way related to the to the sick prisoner uh two men sorry i i there was no other two men oh oh oh, oh you were describing you were describing Runil and okay i you were describing uh, uh Runil and Kust. I, I i okay i got it i i i, I had them i had in my head as they were also in the jail cell. i got i got it um, Mouse would like to sniff the bottle and see if he can recognize anything. Um, let's see. Roll an intelligence check, please. Sorry, um. Uh, 19. Uh, excuse me, no. Uh, uh, uh 21. <laughs> you, um, you, it's very sweet smelling, uh, as, um, as it's made with moon sugar, and you get that, but you don't pick up on, on anything that could be related to what's inside it, um, other than the moon sugar, the sweetness of the smell. So it smells uh, like normal skooma, basically. Yes, there, there's nothing actually in there that you could pick up just from smelling it. Well, if anybody could help us identify this uh, skooma, 
it would be uh, the Khajiit caravans. I would agree, absolutely. So since we need to seek them out anyway, because... We do? We do. Part of our journey has been to find my brother. Um, I've helped out with the, uh, with the um, projects along the way because I knew we needed uh, to have some, uh, su- you know, some supplies and some money uh, to uh, make it around Skyrim. But uh, uh, at this point, I need to be true to my mission and uh, big, you know, look for my brother in earnest. And since at this point, it uh, it could align with with what we're doing here, I would suggest that we go look for the uh, Khajiit caravans. Didn't we hear someone mention Dragon Bridge? Mm. And um, and then he goes, "Oh yes, uh, it's the Khajiit." trading post i i don't <laughs> the the name seems to be right on but i did hear ataba say that he said well that's what the nords called them all so he decided to keep it simple like the nords um but um uh but yes it's in dragon bridge but that is a ways 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 away um the i was discussing with um with jaquai here and she sort of like nods to you and she says uh, about um we had the khajiit caravans they they didn't stop here to trade or any well they did stop to trade once in a while uh, but mostly it was a stopover as they headed towards the border of cyrodiil to sort of like pick things up and drop things off um, as they're expanding their businesses, and they brought a lot of money here. Uh, they brought a lot of money in, took a lot of produce out. Um, but we had a bit of a falling out with a couple of. It was a business transaction um, that um, people didn't see, uh, and there was a few insults on both sides. <laughs> Because I, I, I recall hearing knuckle-dragging mountain troll, but <laughs> goes, they used I'm, to pass I'm through sure here, if but there was, if a Khajiit called somebody a uh, knuckle-dragging uh, mountain troll, they must have been one. <laughs> <laughs> because we Khajiit are very respectful of other, uh, of other people. Oh, oh, of course. Of course you are. Yes. Well, at least people with money. All right. <laughs> it was just, and she sort of like kind of calms down a little. She's, it was just a little misunderstanding, well, not misunderstanding, um, different viewpoints. They had bought some, wanted to buy some products, and in return, in trade, they were offering uh, this dagger that they had and of course with any magical items um, they, uh, the locals take bring them to me to identify them first to make sure that they are indeed what they tra- they sell, the seller is selling so and I 
I cast my spell and I found out what it does. And it was a very, very powerful enchantment. Um, and it was worth what they were asking. The dagger, however, um, uh, I'm not sure how he put it, um, but he said it was the most God's awful work of the damned he had ever seen. And it was, an according to him, an abysmal representation of a weapon, a butter knife. Would have been better. Uh, from the gist of it, I said it was just crudely, badly made, uh, unbalanced, and wouldn't damage, um, well, butter or something along those lines. And that was the concern. Uh, Nords seem to believe that a weapon should be finely made, finely crafted, and look fine. Uh, but that's not what the Khajiit decided. They, well, um, it escalated from there. <laughs> uh, so where is the nearest stop on the uh, the Khajiit caravan? Oh, that would definitely be White Run. Um, they seem to bypass now instead of you, know, you would have to be extremely lucky to catch them they usually they, they used to come through here on the way but now they bypass and go down along the lake and um, and then go around the lake and then head up that way so avoiding for grief um, uh, but yes definitely right run if you wanted to catch them uh, where they would stay for some time, um, but again, that's that's a ways away. Um, it's uh, about a week's travel, I would think. Hmm. But um, our, do we have an agreement? Would you mind accepting this as a? Let's say a contract. It's not something I can really like give you an official writ of no job to do, but I'm sure we have an understanding. Yes. I mean, I I look at at Jaquai in particular, catches eye and, and nod quietly. I have no yeah, doubt that Luke will, will be will be on board. I I, no. I I follow uh, follow Mouse's lead and, and, and give a uh, a nod. Um, Mouse would like to do just one thing since Runel and Kust have gone now. He'd like to just quietly uh, walk back into the cell where the sick man is, um, and he'd like to lean down very close and just whisper in Thieves' Cant, "What happened to you?" to see if he gets a reaction. And that's all you get. You don't that means get fuck that. off, I'm dying in Thieves' Cave. <laughs> <laughs> But um, there was um, 
There was a note of uh, recognition in his eyes when you okay. when you did speak. Um. So and then he says, "Oh, he goes, oh, ah, oh, uh, that is excellent." Um. Again, sorry for uh, having you deal with uh, something so un un unsightly. Or, uh, that's not the word. Um, but um, thank you very much. And um, I need to get back to... If you you can head back to and ha enjoy your night, probably head up. It's probably night time. And, you know... Judging from the times that you've been in here, it's uh, back and forth. Uh, I've I've done something to eat. You're probably looking at right about seven, maybe eight p.m. at this point. Which, which is it? <laughs> <laughs> I need to ask. Seven uh, thirty. Uh, yeah, about seven. Okay. Um. So so we're heading out of out of the barracks yeah, now. So so and then, and then you end up and sort of like. Um, um, you're all headed back out outside, and you follow her up, and uh, the guard comes back down and follows her, and enters in the room with the with the man who's who, who's sick. Uh, Mouse would like to stop into the, uh, uh, the the merchant's store if he if he can. Uh, we go into we can, gray... or we can do that tomorrow. What's I forget the the name of the store now. Uh, gray Pine Goods. Great point, guys. Thank you. Uh, he has a couple of things he'd like to pick up. Okay, so you headed to. Uh... But first, he needs to split the gold with everybody because he's carrying the pouch. Um, so, are you going to do this uh, in the guards' barracks before you leave? I think that's a safe place. Don't don't you guys? I, I look around and and ask if if, uh, if this seems like a safe spot. Certainly. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's 50 gold, I believe, and there's four of us. Um, I think Jaquai gives deserves a little extra for his exceptional bravery uh, in the uh, uh, in the tomb well, of the Draugr. Well, we, 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 also, we, also, we, we also have almost an equal sum from our prior... From, ah. from uh from from the uh the actual adventure so i i, I, I pull out the, uh, the 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 other common common booty which is about uh 45 gold roughly ah, uh, so you know, counting some silver and coppers and such as that mm -hmm. so we have about 95 gold then uh, uh and also we also have a uh a, a, a silver ring and an unknown scroll and a potion of healing which uh, I'm, I'm keeping you know, yes. separately, but but you know, so we have. But in terms of in terms of cash, yes, coin, we have we have about ninety five gold. Okay, so that's about twenty to twenty three a piece plus uh, uh, some extra. Does that uh, um, does that sound fair? Do you want to do you want you guys want to have a communal pouch or or. Uh, uh, why don't we take 20 each and then the, the remainder can be our uh, communal uh, pouch for supplies. We appear to have a long trek ahead of us. Sounds good. All right. As, you, as she's 
just to get to the door as you start talking to her. Oh, and her, her curiosity is sort of like peaked as she uh, she looks at the scroll that um, uh, Pat had pulled out. She goes, "Oh, what do you have there?" Oh, I'll show it. We we found this in the uh, cave where we killed the bandits. Uh, she goes, oh, um, I, do you know what it is? We don't, my lady. Uh, the, and she looks uh, at um, at you, Jaquai. What does it say? And she's pointing to the scroll. She, she looks at you and asks you, what, what does it say? And I... Uh, she sort of like reaches out and she sort of like reaches for the scroll <clears throat> from uh, from you, uh, Luke. I, I, I hand her to her. I, I let, her, she, let her take. She sort of like holds it and stands it up on its end so it's standing up and she sort of like turns it to face you, Jaquai, and there's Khajiit writing down the side of the scroll. Hmm. And she can't read Khajiit, so she points you to read it. And uh, you have a look at it. It reads, Jazago's Experimental Scroll Mark Two. Awesome. <laughs> so she asks you, what does it say? Oh, that says Jazago's uh, Experimental uh, Scroll Mark Two. Oh, what? Well, experimental. Would you mind if I have, like, I, I I promise I won't damage it, but it just to have a look to see what it actually does. Would you mind? I I think it's better in your hands than ours. <laughs> Give me one second, and she she goes. I think actually, actually, come with me. She goes, I don't want to waste the spell. So she sort of like, you know, she rushes out, she sort of like marches with the scroll and sort of like heads off to the longhouse uh, <laughs> with the scroll in hand. Do you all follow her? <laughs> we got to see where this is going. <laughs> so you all rush over to the, and she heads into, heads upstairs. And as you can see, there's a little enchanting table there and um, opens up a room and she sort of like takes out a little book and you recognize the book uh, similar to what uh, you found in the uh, Holder's Cane. Uh, it's a spell book. Mm. And she spends the next 10 minutes and she lays the, the scroll down and she's just examining it. Like that. She goes, mm. oh, that's mm. Mm. oh, she goes, it's really, really strange. She goes, on the face of it, it seems to be a basic flame, a, a scroll of uh, flame cloak. Um, it's very, very powerful. Um, the, the wielder reads off the incantation, and they would be surrounded by fire. That so that anybody who came close to him, probably within like five meters or so, would be set on fire. But there's also 
think there's this there's something in there as well that has to do with the firebolt spell, but I'm not too sure. It it doesn't seem they don't seem to be marrying up quite exactly right. Hmm. But it looks very 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 interesting. Um, uh -oh. Wait wait just a minute. That uh, that smudge on the uh, on the scroll name. I believe that is Puapa, which means explode. I I might have uh, misinterpreted that originally. That would be I would be considered dangerous, but. Well, it's out of my hands now. And he hands it back to you, Jukai. <laughs> Luke, you've managed to keep this thing safe so far. <laughs> Here we go. So, Mark, in your inventory, no longer unknown scroll. You now have Jizargo's experimental scroll, Mark Two. Excellent. Oh, because it's Jazargo, it's part duh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it might just stay in the pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. So, uh, you got to finish up. She goes, oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, you can. I don't, well, thank you very much. That was, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> you guys, um, uh, let me know how it goes. As she's as she's waving to you, to quiet. Uh, oh, and also, let me know how it goes. Again, pointing to you, to quiet. Um, In, indeed, I will. You were too kind. Uh, <coughs> so you all had head out of the longhouse, and it's probably roughly about seven thirty now. Um, are you heading over to Grey Pine Goods? I am for sure. Or mouse is, I should say. Um, and the rest yeah, and uh, it, so I, I, I think the group said it was going to take about a week to get to. Uh, we're headed to White Run, right? That's uh, that was that was the consensus. Is there a carriage we can take? Um, not that you know of. Oh, okay. Don't have that mod, huh? Um, let's see. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'd like to stop into uh, Grapevine Goods. Yeah, same, same here. I need to re re replenish supplies for that longer trip. Uh, the rain is starting to come down a little heavier now as you step outside. Um, yeah, I just step outside there. The, one of the guards turns around. I heard what you did up in that mine. He goes, a brave man who walks into a cave full of spiders and carries on going. <laughs> And uh, you jump across to get underneath the the hood of the uh, of the blacksmiths, uh, so you're not getting rained upon. And uh, you just see Lod there to you, um, Mouse, just working on the tanning wreck. Sort of like as he's wandering away. I just say hello, Lod. Yeah. How's the oh, dog? Yeah, How's the dog? Mm. 
And he goes quiet as ever. Which, <laughs> hey, you couldn't. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and he goes, but even more, pity more people couldn't act like that. <sighs> and uh, as you uh, all were past, um, you look to your left and you see a long grey tail coming out from behind <laughs> the um, uh, the forge. So the actual the pit, the fire pit of the blacksmith forge. You just see this long grey tail. Is this what you assume is this? Dog lying down behind the nice warm carpet. Mm, nice. Okay. So you head down in and along the side you get to Grey Pine Goods and try the door and it's still open and you step on in. Alright. Well, I for one would like to buy a bag of ball bearings. If I may. Mm. Mm. You'll be the new adventurers or the new strangers of town. Well, welcome. This is my shop. And he looks right at you, Tukwai. And he just goes, goes, I thought we've already been through this. He's looking right at you, Tukwai. And I'm stepping closer to Dequai. Shoulder to shoulder. You're not welcome here. Get and out. Staring, staring straight at Solov. And 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 I I I go stand on Jaquai's other shoulder and give give the same stare right back. I don't I say, care. I say I'm here to spend money. Yeah, you can spend your money. But I don't want him in my shop. Not after what his friend's done. I look over at Jaquai and raise an eyebrow. And Jaquai just quietly stands there and looks at the man. I wasn't intending on buying anything from you anyway, sir. (laughs) That's fine. Then get out. Well, and you, hear, you hear some footsteps and, coming down from upstairs, and uh, don't try to shortchange my friends either. Guys, <laughs> I'm an honorable salesman, unlike your friends. They were trying to sell me a piece of crap weapon. I don't care what the hell it does. Because if it doesn't stab something, it's not worth having. Pity we don't still have the knife. I could demonstrate its usefulness on you. (laughs) Uh, Behind you, you hear a woman's voice, and she goes, I doubt it'd be quick enough. There's a very large Nord woman standing behind you, and she's in what appears to be hide armor, and there's flecks of blue, and there's a blue le- leather strap that goes around her arm that's tied to it. And she has a rather large iron mace down at her side. She says, Yes, 
because if uh, if dragons can't kill me, no little whelp like you is going to. This is. If you okay. want to spend money, I'm I'm, I'm rolling an acrobatic. I'm going to spin around behind this woman without touching her. Okay, so yeah, roll an acrobatics chip. Okay. So, so you're just going to spin around behind her, yeah? Yep, so 14 plus 6. So 20. You roll a 14, yes? Uh, yeah, and then uh, my acrobatics is a plus four, plus two. Yeah, so, yeah, she rolled a two uh, on uh, her reaction. So she just didn't move. But she still doesn't move. Now that you've gotten around to the back of her, she's still just standing there with you to the back of her. She's not concerned. At all. But she goes, Are you here to spend money or are you here to dance? I'm not here for either. I was just visiting with my friends. I'm here to spend money. Ah, and it. Sola looks at her, looks at her and so you are the new visitors who came in recently huh. you uh you are not with the caravan I assume we are not I'm not with the caravan I'm nor not is talking my friend here. to you <laughs> I'm not with the caravan either then you should have said so. So, love, we need the money. Just deal with them. She heads out and walks out the front door. He, he, so, love, just leans there and he, and he goes, <sighs> Women, get married, they said. Well... You can see how that works out. Well, what do you want? I got my field rations for field rations for a week. Well, if if it's food, uh, you know, you might want to speak to uh, Valga in the inn. Uh, she'd probably have better food than what I have. I've just got you know the odd bushel of apples or something like. Or you'd probably be. Actually, you're better off talking to Matthias as well if you want some fresh produce as well. Yeah, so I stepped up the counter and say, I'd like a bag of ball bearings. I'd like right. a lantern. Yep, no worries. He turns around and he kicks open a chest, pulls out a lantern. He goes, how many ball bearings? Normal bag? Yeah, just one bag, please. What's with the All ball? Right. I'm going to make you swallow them, buddy. 
quietly back away. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a hooded lantern, sir. Get get two while you're in there. Two hooded lanterns. No worries. And wow. a length of rope. I have rope already. I I'll, never hurts to have two ropes. Okay. I also have a rope. Do you want the rope or not? Yeah. I asked for the rope. I'll take the rope. The Luke's buying Bye. the rope. Okay. Right. So. <clears throat> hooded lantern. And, and I, I'm also I'm also getting a hooded lantern along with the rope. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Victor. I'd like to buy uh, 20 arrows. Mm. I, I've got some arrows. They're just normal arrows. If you want good ones, you'll have to talk to Lud. Thank you, sir. I, I, I'll do that. Uh, thank you for your honesty. No worries. Heard you helped out. He's sort of like, he's he's got his back to you, still looking through the earth, and he goes, Heard you helped out, Matthias? I always try to help Matthias. I remember what happened. Yeah. Well. Bad sess, that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here you go. 200 lanterns. Oh, wait. Are you taking this together or you're separately? I think together. this will take, uh, yes, together. Yeah, right. 200 lanterns. Once a rope, bag of ball bearings, and you don't want the arrows. Um, you have a look around the shop. Um, make your perception check. Who? Anyone? Anyone? If you're if you're looking around the shop, you can make a perception check. <sighs> Mouse gets six. <laughs> Is anybody uh, else having a look around the shop? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, thirteen for me. Ten for body. Fifteen for Jaquai. Um, yeah, you have a look around. It's just a normal fair. Um, it's not really anything special. He hasn't got anything that really expensive. Um, hanging out on um, probably on the top shelf, you probably see. Um, you would probably the only one who would probably notice it. Uh, it's on the top shelf over to your face in the back of Solaf, and it's up to the far left on the top of these shelves. And um, what you see is some. Nordic sword. It's inside a case. It's all locked up. Till the top, and you can just see the top of the the case because the the top of the cupboard sort of like kind of blocks it off. And because you're further back at the back from everybody else, you can see just above it. You can see the tip of a of a Nordic sword just at the very back. But on that, nobody else sees anything of interest that would sort of like you know spark of anything that they'd want. Anything else? Thank you, Soloff. No, not for me. Nor for I. Um, uh, I am not sure how much all that would come to. Um, 
I took 11 off mine and we were buying it communally, but uh, let's see. Uh, um, don't have ro- rope is uh, one gold for 50 feet. Uh, lanterns are 10. No, hooded lanterns, five. So, Silver or gold? According to this, gold. GP, gold piece. Wow. So that'd be six for Luke for the rope and and uh, and lantern, unless you want me to buy all of it, which is fine. No, no, no. We 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 said we'd buy communally. We've got we had uh, fifteen or so in the party shared shared. Uh, well, for that, I think uh, I'm just we're now we're talking amongst ourselves. I think we should we should use the communal uh, gold for for our rations. Ah, fair, 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 to, fair enough. Yeah, I'd Fair like enough. to stop in at Lod see if Lod's still there. I know it's getting late, but uh, um, see if I can get some arrows from Lod. No worries. Okay, so I'll, I'll mark off. Uh, I'll mark off uh, six then for the uh, lantern and the rope. Okay, and I dash out the door to see <laughs> if Lod is still is still at his forge. Actually, I I I, I follow Mouse too. I actually want to check uh, Lod's stock as well. Is it, do we still have time? Uh, as you're coming out, you see him sort of like, you know, he's put his hands inside the, the water trough and he's, he's just watching them out as he's walking towards the front door of his house. Lord, you got time for a sale? Mm. Mm. And he sort of like turns around and starts walking back towards the forge. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. Excellent. So we walk over. What kind of arrows you got? Yes. Well, give me a second here. And um, trying to think. So far, um, I've got. Yeah, I got some normal steel arrows. Good enough. Good it's enough. The, yeah, it's what the guard use. He goes, yep. if you want me, I can. I need better ones. You'd have to pay me up front, and I can make them for you. But you'd have to come back. Nope, steel's fine, sir. Uh, I'd like forty at uh, one gold per twenty. Yeah, yeah you got enough. Gold. All right. Yeah, it's no problem. As I said, it's what the guard use. So they're always it's perfectly serviceable. Mm. Uh, so yeah, he hands them over. So, uh, so, uh, Lord, my, my name is Luke. Recently uh, come into town with my friends here. Uh, well, I've been hearing the... about you, you gentlemen, and uh, and the little girl there. Um, <laughs> What can I help you? Do you have a uh, do you have a flail or a one-handed warhammer? Mm, nice. Uh, let me look here. And he goes over and he sort of like you know he's got a few things on the table, and then he's looking through his rack. He goes, "I do not have a flail. It's kind of fancy, but I." I do have a mole. Hmm. I, 
Ugh, I hate to give up a, uh, I hate to give up a shield of, uh, of, of Kenarath. So, uh, might, uh, do you know how to make a flail or a one-headed Warhammer? Um, well, are you talking about like a light hammer? Like one that, yeah. can, you know, like the throwing hammers. No, no. Right, so, so Colin, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, I'm, I'm, so what I'm looking for, just out of, out of, just to make, to cut to the chase out of character, I'm looking for the bludgeoning weapon, one-handed bludgeoning weapon. So the mace is, is uh, kind of only so-so, <clears throat> but then the, the flail and the warhammer, the, the D&D warhammer is the one-handed. Yeah, it's versatile. Uh, yeah. Uh, as long because, as we're yeah, I go. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I got a, I got a warhammer, yeah. And you guys, I yeah. mean, why why you'd want to swing it one-handed, uh, I don't know, but it, it uh, can be. You're a big fella. You're strong enough. I I, 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 I brandish my shield. I'm, I'm, I can't give up the protection of Kenarath. Yeah, but you can still wield it in one hand. It's it's a versatile yeah. weapon. And, and I, I reach for it and say, may, 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 I, may I give it a swing? Mm -hmm. Go for it. Uh, while Luke right. is making his practice swings, um, may I go uh, also slightly meta here? Are we are we going by Skyrim metal metal levels? Can I buy a dwarven or an elven dagger for a better better, or is just a dagger a dagger here? Yeah, a dagger is a dagger. Okay. Um, uh, also, magical items are a little bit more difficult to find as well. Well, okay. a lot more difficult to find. Okay. So, so I take the measure of the hammer. I said, uh, "How much? Uh, how much for the hammer, my good sir?" Uh, that one. It's fifteen. You already bought that, yeah. You uh, fifteen gold. He goes, but uh, I don't know. I've been hearing things. So um, let's say uh, thirteen for the hammer. And, uh, you know, this is a, usually a quiet town and things come around. It uh, takes the guard a while to deal with things. It's nice to know that somebody sort of like can knock them out. So, uh, yeah. Thank you, sir. 13 gold. Okay. I don't get all much here. Just give me the fucking money. Hey, uh, <laughs> I, 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 uh, I show him my mace and I said, uh, would, would you like to put this in the stock to see if, uh, See if you can sell it. No, uh, it's 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 yours since you did me such a a, a good a good turn with the price. Mm. Well, it's actually kind of old and and well worn. It, I mean, I can't resell it. Stripping it down for parts is is going to barely give me anything. You're... No, it's it, it's it's yours. It's yours. Uh, a good smith knows. Uh, a good smith knows what to do with any uh, with any with any man. Hmm. Right on. I'll take it off your hands. All right. I I, 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 I let him have it. Uh, one last thing, Lot. I know you want to get back home and have a bottle of ale and and enjoy the company of your your fine mutt there. Uh, would you happen to have a whip? That I, could I swear to God, or the, I swear to the gods, he will tear your head clean off. And then suddenly, you see this mountain of a dog just stand up. He's probably, 
just a little over waist height to uh, you, Mouse. And he stands up and he turns around and he has... One of his ears has been carved off. He has a scar over his right eye. And he turns around and he looks at you and he has this sort of real calm, sort of like far away look that you see in sort of like old soldiers. And he sort of like slowly sort of rises and he pushes you to one side as he walks past it. He goes, and uh, Lon turns around and he goes, ah, don't worry about him, vigilant. He's just a mouse. And he pushes off and he heads towards the door. He knows it's going home time. So no whip. Oh, well. So one last thing. I would like to buy some darts if you have them available. Hmm? Yeah, sure. Oh, so I could... Okay, cool. Sorry, I no the dog pushed past you. He pushed you. Oh yeah, no, no I, just, I thought the dog was signaling the the end of the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, it was after you said like when you called him mutt. He got up and he just sort of like gave you a dirty look and sort of like walked past him and pushed. He you. was just done with mouse. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I can't believe him. you I can't believe you heard me say that. <laughs> Sorry. Did you, um, did you say a whip? Yes, a whip, please. Two gold. Two gold. Two? Hmm. And I went, yeah, he gets you this um, strong leather whip. Um, it's um, base brown color. Um, coils up really nicely. And it's got a purple tab that sticks out the, the, the very back of the, the handle. And it's got the, um, the full crease stag on the little purple label nice. that sticks out of the back of the other thing. And, uh, and, um, Charles really into branding. Did you, uh, <laughs> he looks, uh, he looks up to you and he, is, uh, he goes, did you want a really, really ugly dagger? <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the price and I'd like to see it first. No, he's talking to um, Does it have a nice enchant? Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> he's talking to your guy. He goes, he goes. I was stuck in the middle of that shit. Did you hear about it? I have, sir. And he goes. I had. I was surrounded by him. I had it. them in front, him to the left, and then poor Nina. That, that poor. But uh, anyway, you say darts, right? Darts. I got some darts. Uh, I keep on losing my page. Um, hmm. They're not on here. Um, probably darts. Ooh, probably, uh, five uh, copper. Five copper. There you go. Five copper pieces. Thank you very much, sir. He goes, not sure what you're going to do with them. I don't think there's a board over at uh, Dead Man's Drink. You probably have to go to Whiterun to get something like that. As it happens, I'm going to Whiterun. I may need some birds. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going there, he goes, that's probably where you'd probably find your flail. 
at uh, that uh, war maidens. Sadly, Nameda. And name for herself. Good honor, but uh, no. Yeah, good old Smithy. So, like, you know, he starts to get really embarrassed now that you mentioned that you go into a white run. Uh, well, if you ever need any more basic steel, you can come back and see me anytime. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You have a good one. I say, Lord, I will always come to you first. <clears throat> I'm going to get my dog to eat you one of these. <laughs> <laughs> and your little dog. <laughs> Hmm. So you guys all head back to Dead Man Street? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lord heads in. As you're heading over there, you see Solaf coming out of the of the uh, over the front of Grey Pine Goods, and he's also heading over to Dead Man's Drink, uh, heading inside. Just ahead of you. So you head across and head on in. Did you quite make sure that he's right behind him so that he can hold the door for him? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you shuffle along, sort of like get some uh, hiccup and you giddy up and uh, get up behind him. And he's sort of like, uh, and he's sort of like, you know, he, he, he does hold it for a split second, just enough uh, where you get through. And uh, he heads in, heads up off to the top table left where uh, the woman you saw earlier on coming out. Of the, um, of the, uh, supposedly from what you heard from his wife, and he heads up and sits next to her. Uh, was it? Uh, it's a little bit uh, lighter in the evening. Uh, Koost is there. You see him. He's on the opposite side. He's sort of like just taking a seat. And um, um, I've forgotten his goddamn name. The bard is up there um, having a, a sing song, and he's sort of like he's just. Slowly tapping away, and um, Delacourt, and he's just uh, tapping away on his drum, and uh, he's thinking about it, and he's just putting it away, and you see him reaching for his loot. And uh, he goes, ah! After, after ten years of him, nobody's plucked his strings. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he looks over to you, and he goes, ah, I... Ah, and he goes, the wandering adventures return. And he goes, care for a song? I look at Body. He looks at Body. Always. Oh, right. He goes, ah. And I heard you're a fan of a particular hero. And he goes, ah. He goes, give me a second. He Plucks, plucks, gets his tunes, and then he begins to sing. The Dragonborn comes, and he's lonely, and he's probably about just about to start with um, probably the just at the start of the second verse when you hear from the file left of the table. Delacourt, he goes, you don't stop singing that shit. He goes, I'm gonna break your jaw. 
and it's coming from uh, the woman sitting next to um, sitting next to Solaf. And uh, Delacourt, he, he stops. He's, he's like, "Purely, I'm I'm trying to uh, do my job here. Do you mind?" And he goes, "Now, do you mind? Just don't sing about that bastard." And uh, Solaf sort of like just says a drink and of all guys, he goes, Yotley, we all know how you feel, but he is a bard, he's supposed to sing, and what he sings is what he's supposed to do. He goes, well, as long as he doesn't sing about that traitorous bastard, because he can sing about anything he wants. He goes, but when I come in here to pay for my drink and pay for my food, I want to enjoy my time here. I'm not listening to some Daedra worshipper. Everything goes silent. And Delacourt, he goes, Is there anything else you would like to hear? Mouse is staring at Delacourt with a very stony look on his face. He starts, where he left up, starts continuing to sing The Dragonborn Comes. <laughs> and uh, she goes, <coughs> Fjotli stands up, uh, and as she walks, as you're walking, you can see that the top of her armor sort of like comes out, and this, this straight edge scar right at the middle of her chest. Just above the top of the armor where you can see it. And it's kind of strange. It is a scar in the skin, but it's kind of has this purplish hue to it. Every once in a while it sort of like kind of glints in the light and of this purplish hue. She goes, uh, and she sort of like stands up and starts walking towards her horse and she goes, I didn't watch all my friends die for that piece of shit. Just to listen to you fucking singing songs about that fucking bastard. And then here from the. Uh, from behind Valga, you hear. Ah, <laughs> oh, war. War never changes. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, forward from the back, you see um, Roland Skolnar stepping forward. Or. Ron, as uh, as his wife Barbara <laughs> called him, and um, <sighs> she uh, he says, "Already goes, what is it with you, Stormcloaks? You're the ones who started that fucking war, and when you start to die, when people who are trying to kill you try to kill you, you do nothing but piss and moan. That's what he was there for." She goes, "I." went to fight men. I went to fight other soldiers so I could free Skyrim. Not Daedra. Not dragons. Standing on Fort Greenwall watching my men and my friends burned alive from the sky. That is not war. That is a monster. Destroying a ruin 
I didn't see any, not one Imperial soldier in that fucking keep. I see him. I see him standing on that tower with eight men rush at him. While I lie on my back and a dather a boot on my head as he is about to plunge his ill-got disgusting blade into my chest. And just as it hits, he vanishes to stand on the very fucking keep of where my men were rushing. And over me stands that filthy, dangerous-worshipping bastard. And I lay there. Bleeding and dying as I watched that Daedra cut down eight men. That's what happened. I have told you before, that is no hero. That is a Daedra worshipper. And he will be the death of Skyrim if you honour him like this again. Do not sing songs of him. Do not glorify some evil piece of shit like that. She turns around and walks out. And sort of, sort of like, you know, thanks, Balga. And he sort of like walks out and leaves with her. And all this time, I thought she was worked up about the war of Southern aggression. <laughs> Mouse is standing quietly, staring at body. Does Body have anything to say? Body is intrigued. He <laughs> is holding any obvious reaction. Well, Mouse, without comment, and a very serious expression on his face, walks over to Valga and says, we'd like to buy supplies for a week. Oh, you're leaving us already. As soon as possible. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a pity because I was enjoying having you here. I'm losing yourselves. I'm using that rabble over there, too. <laughs> because it's going to be quiet in here. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, wait. My Ron is back. It's uh, because I know exactly what I'm going to be doing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she goes, so, uh, yes, so, uh, for a week, oh, so non-perishables, dried, salted meats, I have you, yes, no worries, so she pours it back, and uh, she says, uh, this'll be, um, um, put a few things together, uh, and sort of like, you know, take a seat, and um, sort of like, you know, do you want some drinks while you're waiting? Well, we'd we'd like to spend the night, I think. Uh, I look yeah, over. Yeah, so at, I can get it ready for you tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Does that really sound sound good? That way, that way we can body can continue drinking her blackbriar mead and. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, do we want some? Uh, uh, well, yes. Uh, I will. Uh, your our rations are in your hands, Volga. I trust. I trust you completely to to, to treat us well. Definitely. I shall get those ready for you tomorrow morning. Um, I think got to need... <coughs> and then suddenly, out of nowhere, you hear, ah! 
Drago! And then from outside, you hear Drago! What do you do? Mouse draws both daggers, looks over at Luke, and heads for the door. I'm on his heels. Dickwai, Botty, what are you doing? Sword. Sword in hand, she follows. Roland, Roland is heading outside with you. He's chasing after you. As you all head out to the door, and he turns around to Valga and he goes, Stay here, you! Stay here! They head outside, and you see Koost heading towards the door as well, about to follow you out. And if I could have everybody move to roll 20, please. Is a uh, good point for a break. Uh, it's already been about forty minutes, hasn't it? No, we we, we broke at four. Four four. You we, we broke. It's been about an hour and a half, I think. Right. We only took one break, right? At from at around four o'clock U.S. time. Yep. Okay, so it's been an hour and a half. Yeah, so we can take a break here. <laughs> so that's what you hear. You hear Drogar and you all head outside the door. We can come back in five minutes. Uh, just like thank everybody to listening to episode 10 of Skyrim 10 AD. Uh, thank you very much and uh, hope you enjoy it. And uh, yeah, come back and this up as we hear why somebody's screaming Drogar in the middle of Fulcrease. Awesome. Thanks. Skyrim 1080 would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast. If you would like to find more music like this, just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information. Thank you. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 1080. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening.